1: This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gillen.
0: It is indeed that time again. Welcome back to Afternoons with Mike, heard daily at this time on the Shepherd Radio Network. And coming to you today from our studios in Orlando, I am sitting with a young lady named Wendy Platon, or others would say Wendy Platon. She is an owner of a company that we're going to be talking about. It is WP Accounting, and uh, it's just great to have Wendy here. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. appreciate
0: it. The fact that you have a name, WP, obviously your initials, that's all part of this story, right?
1: That is part of the story. Yes.
0: Yes. Now we want to hear, before we talk about your role in the company and your founding it and all of that, love to hear your story if we can today, how you got to Orlando, how you came to know the Lord, where you grew up and all of that. Would you mind sharing some of those details with us? Of
1: course. Of course. So I'm going to take you way back,
0: way back. We're going on the way back here
1: because it is important, I think, to understand where I come from. Um, I was born in Ecuador and I was raised there until I was 10.
0: So you have a nice recollection of that.
1: Yes, I do, because it was a I guess God has taught me transitions over time. So it was just great to be able to have the opportunity to come to the U.S. um, and take advantage of just being able to see what God would do with our family Mm -hmm. as we transition here. Yeah. So, um, we moved here from Ecuador to actually lived in Pennsylvania for a while, lived in California. It was my, yeah, my parents, my siblings, we came over and mind you, we did, um, move into my grandmother's house at first. So we kind of pilgrimage around, along the way. Right. So we kind of went to family members and th- that transitioned from Pennsylvania to California. Then we went to my dad's side of the family there. Yeah. California. You were cross
0: country with that one.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. But it was a great experience to just see the different, even in the States, right? To see the differences between people in Pennsylvania, the yeah. cold of Pennsylvania that I'd never got to experience in Ecuador.
0: Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and then going to California and just the beautiful sunset in California. I lived in San Diego. So there was a oh, lot of beauty.
0: A lot <laughs> of beauty see. there. That's, I've never been to San Diego, but I understand it's one of the prettiest areas in all of California.
1: It is. You haven't been. You have. To. I've
0: only landed in uh, San Francisco twice Aww. on an airplane. I have never literally set foot on the ground in California. Never. And as many places I've gone, you would you would think I would have gone there, but I haven't. It's yeah. Never. It's,
1: it's, it's never too late to go visit. It's nice.
0: <laughs> but San Diego, I know a lot of people from there and they say it is lovely.
1: It is. It is beautiful. So I lived there a lot of my teenage years, mm-hmm. which actually, it's good that we stopped there because that's where my kind of like encounters with God started. Um, but I ran away a lot of times of, from those encounters. I really was not ready mm-hmm. at the moment. I was raised in a Christian home. So I have known the Lord of my life.
0: I mean, you you grew up in a church in Ecuador then, going to services with your parents then.
1: Yes, we did. Yes, uh-huh. we did. Um, I, there's not a day that I could think of that God was not part of me. Right. Yeah.
0: But you, I like what the, you you described an encounter with God. It's different going to a service and having an encounter with God.
1: Yes, of course. And, um, I think we kind of missed those along the way because I was having many encounters. Like he was calling out to me all of my life. And he mm-hmm. was calling out to me when I was in California, living like The teenage years, which tend to be the hardest years for anyone, right? So, um, he was calling me, but I just was not ready at that moment to be able to say, "Okay, I'm ready to serve you." Mm -hmm. Um, That happened here in Florida.
0: (laughs) Okay, how early on did you know you wanted to get into this uh, numbers business of accounting?
1: Not, not definitely not at that time. At that time, I was just not even thinking about what a career would look like for Mm -hmm. me. So, this happened more when I was already in. at high school I, I was always a good student so I always had good number like good grades I always mm-hmm. did very well with numbers my dad is very well with, does very well with numbers as well but then it wasn't until high school and then into college where I knew that I was gonna get into an accounting career and it happened to be part of like the in- true encounter that I then I had with God
0: now what did you enter college studying what was your major early on
1: it was in business mm-hmm. so I once I was here in Florida, graduated. I actually transitioned my senior year here, graduated here, and then went into school to study general studies. I did not know exactly what I wanted to study at that moment, um, but I knew something business related, mm-hmm. and even more so, international business was where I was transitioning into. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: you took the CPA as an early as a young person.
1: Yeah, I did, um, but of course the transition. To that or the actual um, path that way, as you may have seen, took a little bit more of I took the harder roads to get there.
0: Okay, I know that part of that became, uh, meaning that you were going to become a, a parent, a mother during that time frame. So, what? Tell us about that story.
1: Right. So, um, first semester in college, and I, I found that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I was determined to go to college. I was determined to be able to, to become a professional, but of course I was not living basically the life that probably God wanted me to live. So I um, ended up pregnant my first semester, um, but I have always had the support of my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So even though I ended up pregnant, my family was always there to support me. And I think, of course, the principles that God teaches is what allowed my dad even to take the take the the news like, hey, um, I just started college. I'm pregnant. And for him to just be so have grace and say, OK, we're here to help you. So we did not allow for that. And I say we because it wasn't just my decision. It was our family decision to not allow that to stop me or derail the future that I had ahead. And so um, continued studying. The only thing is that I had to change my career choice from international business to accounting because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be able to travel as much as I would have liked.
0: That makes sense, right? right? Yeah, because you were going to be tethered down as a mom and, and that had to be now taken into account. That's Pardon right. the pun. So what, with no no pun intended on that one. Yeah, yeah, But that's right. A parent has a lot to do, a single mom especially. Yes. And so uh, that's a tough thing. And how great is it that your family, that they were right there for you, supporting you along the way and uh, using the grace of God as a, as their motive to help you?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm very, very grateful for what they did and how they helped me and how they encouraged me and how my mom continued to just say, you can do it. So I say it was a harder road because obviously now I had to work on school. I worked part time and i had a son
0: so how did you uh, attend classes with that my family oh okay so they they were right there helping yeah okay, they got helped it. me
1: i had um, my sister-in-law i had everyone really involved <laughs> my son even though he wasn't around his dad because of course that's where i say like um that's where god met me mm-hmm. so even though his dad was not around my father became his dad Mm -hmm. and you know all of my siblings and my mom they were all for him giving him the love that he needed um, because it wasn't his you know it wasn't his fault Mm -hmm. (laughs) the fact that he didn't have a one of the parents
0: right that's a beautiful story of a family coming together supporting a daughter as they did you that's a great thing to have and I just know there are people listening today that would not have had that experience. Maybe something similar happened to them, and they felt uh, the rejection, but thanks be to God that that didn't happen to you.
1: Yes, thank you, and, I, and telling you, I think even that was probably something that got worked in my dad's heart, because mm-hmm. my dad was always like, this can't happen, this mm-hmm. can't happen, and guess what? It happened, so I think God had prepared his heart to know what to do in that Mm -hmm. moment. Came here. I was here for a year and I ended up pregnant. (laughs) Okay.
0: And would that have been central Florida? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's great. I understand the weather's not all that different from San Diego. So it wasn't as extreme as what you experienced when you went from Pennsylvania to California. So.
1: Well, when I moved, actually, I was, the thing that was very different was the humidity. Um, I was surprised at the humidity because yeah. I would never experienced humidity in the United States. I was like, what happened?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take the humidity any day. We get this beautiful Florida winters here and it is great. And I know you know that as well as anybody. What a great story, Wendy, to, to have that as your heritage of support, love. You went on, you became a, a business owner. Tell us a little bit about what that's like working now as a professional, uh, as, uh, as an accountant?
1: Yes. Um. So I did get to work with a big four accounting firm. So that was a, a wonderful experience. I think it was also kind of like a God-given experience. Um, sometimes I feel like he has such a grace with me where it's like I am not thinking I'm going to do something and then somehow he just makes it happen. Mm-hmm. So becoming a professional, having that experience, being really... So it's five of us, and then um, it's five of us. My sister graduated from college, and then I got to graduate from college. But for me to become a professional was really um, important to see and take advantage of the privilege of being here, right, in the US. And so I get to work with a big four accounting firm. Mind you, I had a kid, and so I had to make decisions along the way that would work for all of us. And so I did have the opportunity to work with other corporate um, companies, this is all prior to me getting my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, the business itself was not in my plans either. And so God just made a way towards that.
0: With your background, being a single mom coming in, you obviously had the education, you had the goods, uh, from, from that standpoint, but, uh, the culture of a big four company, what was that like?
1: For me, there was some shocks in the along the way, like some things that I wasn't so accustomed to, because remember, I grew up in Ecuador. My family is of a very, you know, we're we're mid class. So we didn't have like all these uh, going to fancy restaurants or things like that. So it was an experience to just be able to go to nice places, travel because I did get to travel some. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I did get that. And just being around really um, smart people just real smart people was a such a great experience and something to learn from. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was some, somewhat of a shock, but at the same time it was just, I kept on grabbing onto everything that I could see and everything that I could learn so that I can apply that. It was challenging because I had my son. So the times that I travel again, my family would be there to help Mm me. Um, but there's so much that you can learn as long as you're, really looking for those moments to learn, I think.
0: I agree. Now, at some, more, some point in this uh, trek here is when you had this in- encounter with God.
1: Um, well, it had to do with um, not having my son's father around and really um, seeing that I had prayed many years for him to come to the Lord and change things and be there for my son, but that didn't happen. So I found myself in moments where I had to make decisions now, okay, I have to do the best that I can for my son. Mm -hmm. And I have to accept the fact that even though I prayed so much for that to happen, there's moments when God says, that's not the route that I want you to take. So I got to know God in a different way because I got to see the God that loves me, but the God that also loves me and is able to take something that I wanted away but because he knew what was best for you.
0: Those maturing times are are wonderful, but not easy in the moment, right? Not easy. Not easy. You had to reckon the fact that he wasn't going to be a part of not only your life, but your son's life.
1: That's correct.
0: Mm, it's tough.
1: It was. Yeah. But then I think soon after, so I get to work at a bigger firm. I get to get my CPA. I see God doing things. Right. And I see that he's leading me in the right way. And as part of that, I ended up working at Harley Davidson. And when I did, I met my husband. Mm. So, what did
0: you do at Harley Davidson? You work in their accounting? Is that what you did? I then? did.
1: I did accounting. I did more financial analysis while I was there. Yeah. So I got to do forecasts and fun stuff that I enjoy.
0: Did you get a Harley while you were there? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Lost opportunity, Wendy. <laughs> they did ask me. They did say,
1: hey, do you want to get classes? I was like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you ever ridden a motorcycle?
1: I did. I did. Uh-huh. My, I mean, that's the way my husband would kind of get me. He's okay. like, hey, right uh, like, "Okay, you want to go right <laughs> on oh, the bike? And I'd be like, okay. Wait a
0: minute now. Did he work there or did, was he a customer there? No, he worked there. Oh, he worked there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I can see that connection. All right. So he was a biker then without a doubt, right?
1: Nah, I wouldn't say a biker. Well, but... yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't mean uh, in, in that sense, but he rode a bike. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's great. What kind of? uh, Was it one of the big hogs, or was it one of the smaller sportsters?
1: The sportsters. Uh, Ah, those
0: are great bikes. If I could, and that's what I would have right there. (laughs) Really?
1: So I was. I loved working there because um, at first, when I was thinking, you know, when when the opportunity came and say, "Hey, there's not, there's a job or opening at Harley," I was like. I don't know anything about bikes Yeah, <laughs> and then for the financial analysis, I had to know about the bikes and the type of people that would, you know, who would want to buy this bike and that bike. And so I thought, like I said, it's like an ex- excellent, opportunity to learn. These yes. things.
0: That's right. And you know, those are beautiful machines and uh, they're a nice little investment as well.
1: They are, but I think it has to do with like, I being able to enjoy, Some Mm -hmm. things, you know, and if you work hard for it, why not?
0: Now, did you know from the first meeting when you met your husband-to-be that he was going to be involved in your life?
1: No, I did not. He actually worked in the IT department, so he was one of the first people I met because he needed to make sure my computer was set up. So I met him and we became friends
0: Mm -hmm. at first. That's a a beautiful thing. When you become friends and that friendship grows as it did with you, into love. That's a beautiful story. My guest today is Wendy Platon. Platon for many that uh, might know her that way. And she is with uh, her own company. And we're going to be talking more about that in a moment when we return. Got a break right now. Let's take that and we'll be right back here on Afternoons with Mike. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study Back again here on Afternoons with Mike. My guest is Wendy Platone, and Wendy is uh, just a delightful lady that has a wonderful story of God's grace in her life. Uh, Born in Ecuador, moved all around in the United States with her family, including Pennsylvania. I never asked, what part of Pennsylvania was it? Allentown. Oh, that's I've heard. That's a nice area. It is. Yeah, I've been to a lot of cities in uh, Pennsylvania, and that's a fun trip to go there. But you also lived in California before settling in Central Florida, so you've been everywhere, Wendy. You've been all over the points of this great United States and saw a lot of the different areas. Uh, coming here, then finding yourself that you're pregnant, becoming a single mom. Ultimately going through, getting your degree, changing your major, getting your degree in accounting, uh, and then working for Harley Davidson. And it was there, this nice guy in the IT department becomes a friend who becomes your husband. And that's kind of where we are right now. So tell us, pick up the story from there, if you will.
1: Okay. So I met my husband and funny story about that. Um, because I had already met the Lord in a different way now, I knew that the next guy to come would need to be someone that believed in God. And so that was one of my requirements. And I wasn't really looking. But when I met him, he was a friend. And I go, I will, we go to run an errand with a friend. And he, he was coming with us but we were taking his car. So when I get into the car, he has the station into a Christian station. And so I'm like, oh, well, okay, he's a believer. So that was one of those checks.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. That works.
1: That, That works. And so I, you know, more and more of a friendship built, but then come to find out later, it was the only reason why he had the Christian station was because it was the only station that would allow him to plug in his, I don't know if at that point it was the phone or if it was a one of the music players, but it was the only one. He was not necessarily a believer. Then. Oh, okay.
0: False <laughs> signal then, huh? Yes. All right.
1: But um, because I had my mind set on what God wanted for my life now, and that was one of my first requirements. I was like, well, I love God with all my heart. So it has to be someone and. Little by little, he started coming to church. He started getting involved and in serving in church. And now we've been in the same church for now 11 years.
0: Wow. What church is that?
1: It's redeemed by God mm-hmm. on Dean Drive.
0: Okay. And that's in Orlando, right?
1: That's it, right next to the airport.
0: Mm. Right down in the south part, near Lake Nona down there then.
1: Close to Lake Nona, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. What a great story. And uh, he became obviously a stepdad to your son. And, uh, that is, is a, a, a real gift to your son and to you.
1: Yeah. The first time my son met him, he said, are you going to be my dad? Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, you know, he, he was seeking for that, but I, I see where again, where God has just been so great because now I had a good career. Um, and I met my husband to be, And so we're in a good spot, you know, we're in a good place. Um, We ended up getting pregnant. And so then I have my daughter that she's now seven years old. And that's where WP starts, actually.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now the WP, when it started, stood for your name, your initials.
1: Correct. Wendy Platon, because I was only seeing WP as a temporary solution. I had hope to take some time off from working professionally so I could raise my daughter. But that probably lasted about six months. Mm -hmm. And then shortly after people kept on calling, do you want to come back to work? Um, Started doing consulting jobs. And so I figured, Hey, why not open WP Um, for the meantime? So I could have something along the way. It was flexible. I was able to work around my schedule. So I was able to do mom and then also do consulting work. Right. So that's where we started.
0: Now, you were trained already, obviously, in business. So that's a real leg up to what a lot of entrepreneurs would be experiencing. But it's hard work and a lot of a lot of hoops to jump through to open up a, a business in this day and age, right?
1: It is. It is. And again, just God doing what he has to do because it was kind of, I kept on asking him. I was like, well, if you really want me to do this, then this should happen. And little by little, he just started showing like little pieces along the way um, on what this temporary job would be. And we're talking about temporary. It's been six years now. So <laughs> <laughs> the temporary to me, he made sure that it was longer than temporary. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so you entered, you kind of got into this thing thinking that it's, it's not going to be forever. It's, it's a, a business that we'll do right now. And uh, surprise, it's turned out to be a pretty big thing.
1: Oh yeah, and I fought it many years. For many years, I was like at least minimum of four to five years. It Might even six, almost seven. I was like, okay, well, this is great. God has blessed me along the way. Um, I got to work on different projects, you know, financial projects, accounting projects, and so I enjoy that. But I always thought, okay, maybe I'll go back for something just more stable, more um, constant. that i don't have to go and look out for Mm -hmm. a client or things like that but every time that i tried it's like god just kept on saying nope you're gonna continue to stay in this path and i did not know at that moment that he was going to be taking away the wp as you said of being me Mm -hmm. to making it being his
0: And that's part of what we're going to be talking about in a moment is the rebranding of your business name. But there's a question I have to ask because you were in the early stages of your business or somewhere in there, this thing called the COVID lockdown happened. How did that impact your business?
1: Well, in accounting and finance, I think it kind of, for us, it was a busy time because we're actually helping other business owners go through the process and getting the PPP loan and understanding what all these credits could mean and just trying to survive. So for me, it was actually one of the busier times for me. Um, I love to help people. And that's why I love the job that I do. I love to be able to provide them with solutions that can help them survive. And so I was on work mode fully (laughs) during Mm -hmm. COVID.
0: So you didn't really have any personal, let's say uh, slow times or, your business really kind of grew, I guess, during that time frame.
1: It Yes, it grew. And and, and it grew in a way that I got to work more hand in hand with my clients mm-hmm. because um, there was a lot of learning. So there was a lot of long nights studying the new code. This is what now uh, the administration is bringing out. So there was a lot of that and just providing comfort to the clients that it was going to be okay.
0: hmm Now, does WP or did uh, WP at that point do like like family uh, accounting or was it all business commercial accounting?
1: The most, mostly what I do is uh, business accounting. Um, There is, and and I've always had clients, I will come for tax preparation and that's more the individual side. So I got to kind of walk with them and then understanding, okay, now you get an additional credit. So me reaching out to those individual clients and saying, you're going to be seeing this and this is for that. And so there was a lot of teaching mm-hmm. moments.
0: Now, you probably have had to do a fair amount of ongoing education, right? To keep up with all of the new laws and the new regulations. That's got to be an, what seems like an overwhelming task.
1: Yeah, um, we're required as a CPM required to keep on my CPEs. But during this time, even more so. I mean, it's it, it's one of those things that if you love what you do and who you're doing your work for, you want to and it doesn't become so overwhelming because now you know that you're doing it for the good of your clients. Right. So it is overwhelming, but it's also rewarding, I think.
0: That's good. Now, Wendy, at uh, some point here, this idea of a rebrand came to you. Again, your uh, name represents, the company name represents the initials of your own name, Wendy Platon, uh, And suddenly an idea mer- emerges to rename it, rebrand it. What's the purpose for that?
1: So you say suddenly, but it wasn't a suddenly moment. It was kind of like a process. I think that God in the past, since COVID happened, of course, and um, during that process, even though I say, okay, yeah, I was there working for clients. God was working something in me Mm -hmm. where he was shaping me to believe in the principles that now we're presenting with what WP stands. And so first he had to put that in me in order for me to be able to now speak about it today with confidence and speak about it with uh, belief because, hey, I've, lift it (laughs) so right um so it's been a it's been a process it's been a process to get there i never really thought that i was going to need to change my logo um it never really crossed my mind this is actually something that came about a few months ago and i got conviction and confirmation of that needing to happen um i already kind of had the name of what it needed to be but changing it actually got confirmed at the expo at the Christian Chamber of Com- Commerce.
0: Now you weren't a member or did you, had you just become a member at that point?
1: My first time going in.
0: Okay. So you came to the big expo at First Baptist. I did. Yeah.
1: And my first time coming in and I got right, I got there right on time to listen to the speaker. And when the speaker is, you know, when he's presenting, he starts talking something that has to do about logos. And so it just imprinted in my heart and I said, okay, this is what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. God had given me what the words would mean, what WP would be, but I had not seen the full picture of what it was meant to be.
0: Now, most new brands, when you have a branding uh, change, it's a, it's a complete one. You were able to keep the WP, but re- repurpose the WP, if you will, and to... Uh, kind of now have new monikers for what those two initials stand for. And they stand for?
1: They stand for wealth and purpose. So it's wealth with purpose.
0: Wealth like- with purpose. Yes. Now that's good. So the goal is obviously we all want to have uh, and be a good stewardship in our, in our our lives, whether it be our personal lives or our family lives. And obviously, it's it's something that you help other people in their their growth financially. They become wealthier if they're prospering as they need to be, and that's what you help them do.
1: That's right. But see, and when I say that God had to transition me or He had to change things in me, um, one of the big things of that was being able to receive and accept wealth. Mm-hmm. Many times, and at least in my case, when I grew up, it was like well. You should not desire to be wealthy. You should be humble and humble can get confused with not having enough. At least that was my experience. Mm -hmm. And so God started putting me in places where I was around people that were very wealthy. And I was like, God, why am I here? Like, why are you showing me this? And it was just him showing me that he desired for me to be able to be wealthy, but teach others that wealth comes for reason, mm-hmm. it comes for His purpose, and so if we are not able to receive the wealth, then we're not able to be that resource for others that will need Kingdom wealth mm-hmm. for that same purpose, which is in God. And so um that that to me, and I had you know the coming up with wealth and purpose, it was in those moments of prayer that I was like, okay, WP, WP, what what is this? I'd never asked for it. And he was like, well, wealth. I need you to focus on wealth, but I need you to know the purpose into it. And so when you look at the logo now, there's that wealth, there's that purpose. And the P has a feather that goes over the W and the P. And that feather signifies his protection. If It signifies mm. the peace.
0: Under the wings of God there.
1: Psalm
0: 91. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's 100. awesome.
1: And actually you say that today and I was at a retreat this weekend and li- I'm telling you God just works a little, like he just has this, I call sticky notes where he starts showing you like pieces and sometimes we want the full vision right away. I had a vision like years ago about what this should be and I didn't see it happening and I was like, why, why is this not happening? But little by little, he's just showing little pieces. And just this weekend in the retreat, he reminded me of Psalm 91. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful
0: chapter. One of my favorites in the book of Psalms, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And the Lord is watching over us and he keeps us and he protects us. And he does not always keep us from going through those difficult times as what your life has uh, shown you. You've gone through them, but he's never left you, even in those darkest of times now you can look back and realize what he was doing in your life. He was yes. preparing you.
1: Yes, he sure was. And I'm um, see, it's awesome when you are sitting now and you can see and I can. So that that verse grew up with me all my life. My mm-hmm. mom would read that verse to me every single night.
0: Is that right?
1: Well, the whole chapter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the only one that I knew by heart. And so whenever I was going through my teenage troubles and all that, even though I wasn't there serving God. If I ever got in trouble, that's the first thing I would think of Psalm 91 and Mm -hmm. I'll start reciting it because that's what I learned to do. Mm -hmm. But now knowing that he's incorporating that into the logo and into what wealth with purpose will be. I can see his move, his hand, his covering throughout my life.
0: You know, this is called the soldier's Psalm. Psalm. Uh, Psalm 91, and it starts off with whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. That's a beautiful beginning to an incredible chapter, and it, it brings peace just even reading that much of it, doesn't it?
1: It does. It sure does. And so that's why I was amazed and in awe when I could see the picture mm-hmm. now of what it was. And so now I'm glad that I was obedient and taking the step of changing or rebranding because it's a moment of him saying, okay, you've gone this far with WP now it's my turn mm-hmm. to move forward. So I see him just doing that from this year forward. And, and, and actually the logo, it's going to be introducing to my clients and everyone January 2nd, but it's this, what I want to represent. I want to represent those that are out there building their life, building their wealth through their business or through the means that they have, but finding the reason why mm-hmm. they're doing what they're doing, why they love this, and finding ways to be generous abundantly. But that all happens if we allow for God to treat us well. That's right. <laughs> to make us well.
0: My guest is Wendy Platon, and it is WP Accounting Services that she leads, and they're going through this big rebranding. We'll finish up with Wendy in a moment on our last segment. We're up against a break. We'll take that right now. We'll be back in just a moment. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com my guest today is wendy Platon with wp accounting services they're going through a big rebranding that's going to happen in the first of the year so really we're just a we're weeks away from all this rolling out you'll be introducing this and that's exciting uh you, you know you've got clients already that you've been serving under wp but, but prior to now that wp has stood for your name and a lot of people, that's not uncommon. A lot of people start off their business. I have a friend up in Gainesville who did the very thing. Started off with a company bearing his name, but later had this sense of purpose, worked through his heart the way it sounds like God has worked it through in yours and rebranded that company to something that represents a bigger mission, a bigger calling. That's exactly what's happened with you.
1: Yes, that's right. It's taking the me to his.
0: Oh, well said, Wendy, the me to his. I like that. Now, one of the services that you help people with, in addition to just the general uh, accounting and every business has to have that to survive, to make payroll, to go through all of the the regulations and uh, the requirements that any business has, but you help them expand. And this whole thing of of gaining capital for new projects. In a time like this, Wendy, that's hard for a lot of individuals or businesses. Inflation, uh, more government interaction in our lives, costing us more taxes. Uh, How do you help people to uh, acquire, let's say a bigger chunk of investment capital in a time like this?
1: Well, what we do is what I like to say, proactive accounting so what we do is we make sure the clients know and understand where they stand so many times with uh small businesses is you, you see money coming in and money going out but you don't understand what's really happening and so what we do and what i enjoy really doing is sitting with the clients and, then, and explaining this is what's happening this is where your revenue is coming from is there ways for us to look for other revenue streams that we could incorporate into your business, bringing more capital that way. But then also like minding how much are you spending and on what, right? So I think that there's power in accounting. The power really is understanding what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know, telling the story of what a business is doing. And so when you're able to incorporate your talent as a business owner, and then understand the financial side of your business, it allows for you to make changes and make proactive and make actual investments into your business. And so what we do is we sit with clients, we review, is this the moment? Because you also have to be careful when you are looking for capital. Is this the time? What are we looking capital for? Like what are we gonna invest this capital on? And so sitting down with the owner and looking at the financial wealth of the business, okay? the health of the business, and then the timing of expansion allows for them to have a potential good cash flow for them to go to a bank and say, okay, this is in percent good financials that so they can say, this is what we have, mm-hmm. be able to speak on how the business is gonna continue to grow, so a good business plan. So that that way, is reviewing the financials and sitting down with that owner can say, okay, I believe in this vision, I believe in this plan, And allows them to get more capital for the business.
0: Is it hard for you to have to dig that deep into the weeds of a business? Because it seems like to do what you're just described, you've got to have a pretty good working knowledge of how that company does what it does. And yet you have lots of different businesses. Do you have to do that for them all?
1: So it's always good to have, like they say, okay, you pick a niche, but it's always good to understand the industry that you're in, but that comes with communication, right? So if I can sit with my client and say, okay, what are you doing? What are you working on? It allows me to see, and it's kind of interesting that as an accountant, you kind of start visualizing the different parts of the business and say, okay, well, we can work on this. We can work on that. So it's good to have an understanding of a specific industry but financials are financials in all businesses. So it's a matter of just sitting down, discussing, this is what it looks like now, but this is where we want to go. Hmm. Um, and having those tough decisions sometimes with them and say, well, maybe you have to not take out as much capital out of the business and keep it in the business if you're looking to, to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that can only happen with trust, building trust, Having transparency with the client. And once you do that, then it is much easier to sit down and review this information and for it to make sense to my clients.
0: Of all the mistakes that people make in businesses, what do you find to be maybe the most common error that a business owner would make when it comes down to their finances?
1: Um, usually, when a business owner starts, they start seeing cash flow coming in and they tend to not use that same resource to expand. So, and to like use that as an investment for, hey, let's start potentially acquiring people that can come and help you. Um, Let's invest in professionals that may know a little bit more about, for example, financial advisor that can help you put your funds into the right uh, area so that that way your, your, your business can grow. So I see, I think sometimes, This is more for a smaller business, but you start, you see, yes, I'm doing it. I'm, it's going great. And if you do not know how to budget or how to plan for the future, then it could be uh, a sign of failure.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, a friend that I have actually was so careful with that kind of thing that he actually, uh, according to his accountant, gained too much. in in holdings and they encouraged him to find ways to move some of that money and take it out because he was liable. Uh, His company was too cash rich. That's a nice problem to have, isn't it?
1: It is. And see, that's why I think it's important to have that communication with your accountant, CPA, financial advisors, because you can go that route Mm -hmm. (laughs) where now you're not wanting to spend because you're scared that you're gonna run out of cash. But that's why it's good to sit down and have those pivotal moments where you're like, okay, this is the time for you to invest. This is the time for you to do this. I actually had a client at one point that he was like, I don't want to grow anymore. I'm comfortable where I'm at. But see that client, was a great giver. He was such a generous giver that I was like, why stop what God is blessing you to do? So I, even
0: if you're not going to take more for yourself you can grow more to give away more.
1: Exactly. So that's one of the approaches that we use. I like to look at what your charitable giving line is. And for those that are generous givers, that you budget not for profit, but for giving. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is like, okay, I, this year I was able to give such amount. Now how much do I want to give next year? And that can be a motivator for some companies to say, I want to grow because now you're growing your business with a purpose. Your wealth has a purpose and it's not just what do I need more money for?
0: Yeah. I I think the whole concept of purpose, that's really refreshing to hear. I think I can see a lot of business owners can get so bogged down in the day to day of their business. Again, especially when, uh, you know, hiring has been difficult the last year or two, two years now. Uh, and those kinds of things can take a business owner, their attention, they become distracted. It, it, it just moves over to the day-to-day problems and they can lose sight of the purpose for the whole thing to begin with.
1: That's right. And so when I look at that, I'm not looking. So when I say wealth, it, wealth comes of different things with different meanings. I think it's just a fund of resources because now you can be generous and wealthy with your time right? As a business owner, like you said, you get so involved with the business. Now you don't have time to do anything. You don't have time to be with family. You don't have time to invest in things that are for, um, you wanted to do missionary work. And now you don't have time to do that because now you're so involved with the business. Mm -hmm. But now when you are wealthy in all these areas, you're able to provide even to your employees, the ones Mm -hmm. that you currently have, why not provide to them so that they may also be see like guess what? This is really for God's purpose. And so now I want to be involved. Mm -hmm. I want to give more of my time. It's kind of passing down the culture of what the business really stands for.
0: That's beautifully said. If you've just tuned in, Wendy Platone is my guest today. Wendy, what piece of advice would you offer an entrepreneur that is uh, looking to maybe launch out in a business like what you did And knowing that their business may morph into something as yours has into something different than it was in the beginning, but everyone has to have a starting place. What advice would you have for someone in the starting place?
1: So from experience, what I learned is that you should aim quickly to learn what you're passionate about. We all have a gift. We all may have technical gifts. I'm good at numbers. Okay. I'm good at doing many things in accounting, but what I enjoy truly is working with my clients hand in hand and like really passionate about seeing their growth, right? So my advice will be aim quickly to learn what you love about what you do. Mm. Once you have learned that, find out who you can provide this to. I think God focuses on the who more than the, even the why, but he's like more on the who, the how and the what, right? So if you know Simon Sinek's circle, It's like, why, how, what, but where's the who, right? So the who is what God is more passionate about. Once you find that, then you are going to be positioned to provide and see just financial means will come. Everything else will come because you're really working on something that you enjoy to do. And overall, look for God's sticky notes. I call God's sticky notes (laughs) those Moments where God is kind of reminding you, I'm here, this is what I positioned you for, and try to keep reminding yourself of all of them, so that that way, what you do, once you start seeing them, then you're really going to be knowing that you're walking in the right path.
0: It's well said again. Um, this whole uh, the God sticky notes metaphor that you've just given us—he really does have reminders there for us. He—he's involved in our life, and he watches over us day by day. And it's so easy—it's so easy to get caught up again in the everyday life and miss this whole thing that you're identifying as purpose. That's really a a, a wonderfully helpful, and I believe practical piece of advice that you can give us all today because that applies doesn't uh, even to individuals in their management of their own home finances it's very possible to do that that's miss the purpose
1: that's right so we should all be walking even in a family with a set vision in mind and the vision is what really gives purpose for every member in the family to walk alongside the right way
0: so you're going to crank this out in January what are you hoping for 2023
1: I'm hoping that for the first year, I'm celebrating seven years of the business and that it will be his true year. That mm. This will be the year where we've got he, the right
0: number going for you right there. Number seven. <laughs> exactly. That's so was God's like, perfection. That's right.
1: Exactly. So I just want his purpose to be what gets portrayed with the business.
0: And you're going to be involved in the chamber meetings, the Christian chamber.
1: I am. So I'm telling you, he's been great to me. I came to know them like what a few weeks ago I joined and I said, this is it, God, this is what he wanted me to do.
0: Have you made new friends there yet?
1: I'm making them. Oh, the that's valuable. great.
0: Yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed these meetings and they the relationships are just so valuable
1: and they sure are. And it's, you know, I've been involved in other chambers, but being able to speak the same language, it, it has a value that the, you can't replace.
0: Well, we wish WP Consulting, which stands for Wealth with Purpose, uh, just the very best in the new year. Wendy, thank you for coming in today and being with me.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. This it's is a pleasure.
0: Great. Well, it's my pleasure as well. Wendy And with WP. Give us your web address.
1: It's www.wpaccountingsvcs.com.
0: Uh, svcs, standing for services, dot com. Mm -hmm.
1: WPAccountingServices.com.
0: Wonderful. Wendy, God bless you. Merry Christmas to you. And friends, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Afternoons with Mike.